You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie, that's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. Welcome into episode number four of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Jose Ramirez, two home run special edition. How's that for you? Jim Rosenhouse along with you with our recap of Wednesday's activities at Progressive Field for the Tribe. A rousing 4-2 win over the Royals to earn a split of the two-game series. And it was all about Jose Ramirez with the Indians trailing 1-0. Ramirez came to the plate in the sixth inning. Here's Hammy with the call. Now the set by the right-hander and the 0-1. Swung on, hit high, deep to right. It's got a chance. Go on for Jose Ramirez. You don't see many guys hit a home run foul and in the same at bat hit a home run. But that's what Jose just did. His first home run of the year. And boy, did the Indians need that. This Kansas City bullpen, which has been so good, has given up the lead here in the sixth on a two-out, towering two-run home run to right by Jose Ramirez. The Royals tied the game, and it stayed that way, tied at two into the eighth inning. Again, with a man aboard, Ramirez at the plate. Hammy, take it away. Ramirez slightly open stance. Holland comes set. Runner goes, pitches, swung in and ripped. Deep right field. Goal! A two iron over the nine foot wall in right. It's Jose Ramirez, four, and Kansas City, two. His first career hit off Greg Holland, and it's a two-run homer on a line shot to right. 17th time in Jose Ramirez's career that he has had a multiple homer game. A couple of two-run homers to right today by Jose Ramirez. And that ball got out of here in a heartbeat. And the Indians would win the ball game by a 4-2 score. Shane Bieber, terrific, six and a third innings, struck out 12. Nick Whitgren with his first save of the season. Emmanuel Classe, really good in relief as well. A lot of good things going on on Wednesday afternoon at the ballpark. And afterward, Terry Francona talked about it. That was a... um a very uncharacteristic at bat by Hosey in the first inning. Did you get the sense that he was going to atone for that? Well, I, I just think he got caught sitting on an off-speed pitch and he threw him a fastball and, you know, he tried to get an emergency swing in there to foul it and he couldn't. But, I mean, this just in, Hosey's pretty good. <laughs> what do you think of Shane overall? I thought he was terrific. 
You know, I mean, he, he knows, you know, he's pitching in that game and, and he knows, you know, we're not throwing a bunch of runs up on the board and he's, you know, he's, you gotta be aware of that. So it's not the easiest way to pitch, but no, I thought he was terrific. Um, I thought the kid, uh, their kid, uh, the right fielder had a good at bat to, to draw the walk. He laid off some pitches that he had been swinging at, and then he left a pitch up to Taylor. I just thought that that was he was getting pretty deep in, into the game to let him keep pitching. When Jose hit that one, that right before the first homer, when that one went foul, did you? I mean, did you almost feel like he was putting it together there? Well, I mean, Jose, Jose. Can, it doesn't really matter how he swings. He's capable of at any time. But it looked like he was becoming more hitterish as the day progressed, which, which is never a bad thing. You may have answered this, but when you when you have your your guys aren't hitting or scoring the way you are, what does it say about Jose that he can find the patience and find the right pitch, knowing he may only get one or two to see per game? Well, he you know, and you you sit down there by that corner a lot. You see. He watches the game. He watches the entire game, and he's a he's a really smart hitter. And you know, I, again, I'm not taking away any of his his skills are off the charts too. But I mean, he's a smart kid when it comes to playing baseball. And you know, he got fooled that first at bat, like I think Tom was asking. That won't happen very often. And let's listen in to a little of Jose Ramirez post game comments with translation help from. Our good buddy, Augie Rivero. Jose, when you hit that home foul ball right before the first homer, did you figure like you were starting to put it together today? Yeah, thank God I felt like things were clicking in and I was in a good spot. And, and then when it happened, I felt like you know, I was in a good spot. Do you feel like, you know, there's, I don't know, you're, you have a responsibility to sort of carry the team. And was that almost a relief to finally break through? Siente que tienes una responsabilidad de llevar a tu equipo en los hombros. Y cuando sucedió, sentiste como un alivio que pudiste llevar al equipo. No es todo, es un equipo. Es un equipo, tú sabes, todos estamos unidos. Estamos todos dando lo mejor. No, I don't definitely I don't feel that pressure. We're a team, right? And we're supposed to do this all together. And I just feel like we're we're pulling this together and I don't feel any pressure of that of that type. That's Jose Ramirez recapping a great day at the ballpark for him. And from time to time on our show we will replay some interviews from Indians warm up. And on Wednesday, we had a chance to visit with Dan Otero, the longtime Tribe reliever, four seasons in a Tribe uniform, and uh, eight years overall in the major leagues. And uh, Dan Otero is now an assistant to baseball operations for the Cleveland Indians, and it was fun to catch up with him, find out what he's up to and where it may lead down the road. And we catch you at a, at a different point in your baseball career. You've, you've gone over to the operations side uh, for baseball operations, and and tell us a little bit about what you'll be doing here, uh, not only uh, short term, but who knows, maybe long term too. Um, yeah, it was a relatively big decision, you know, kind of changing paths in my career and life. But uh, very happy to 
be hired on by the front office here because they've done such a great job over the years in establishing a, a winning organization and a positive culture. Um, so in the short term, I'm kind of helping out with some big league um, advanced scouting. Um, so currently I'm looking at the White Sox series, which is a week ahead. So it's quite different than as a player when you're kind of always in the day-to-day looking at that next day or that current day and just trying to take it day at a time. Whereas now I'm already looking ahead, sometimes one or two series, sometimes even three series. So it is, uh, that's quite the change from a mindset perspective for sure. And to get involved on the front office side, was it you reaching out to the Indians or, or did they seek you out when they learned that, that your playing career was over? Um, a little bit of both. Every um, When I played, I'd always kind of had an inclination that I wanted to get back into baseball. So I would always talk with, you know, Chris and Jeremy, like, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to hit you guys up when I'm done playing. And they were always like, please do. Um, so when I kind of decided that I was done playing, I reached out to some people I knew in front offices. And uh, it just was an organic fit being able to uh, work with these guys since I knew them so well from, as a player. So it's been kind of a seamless transition. I'm very happy right now. Dan Otero joining us, assistant for baseball operations now for the Cleveland Indians, former Indians reliever. And and last year, Dan, you know, it's interesting. We were talking beforehand. Uh, you decided that that the playing career was done. Explain the, the circumstances as you were in Yankees camp and uh, such an odd year for everybody. And how did that odd year impact you very directly? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a strange year, obviously, outside of the baseball world as well. And it still is a strange year. <laughs> Continuing. Hopefully, we'll get back to some normalcy soon. But, yeah, when spring training ended abruptly in March, we were in Tampa. And then uh, when summer camp opened back up in June, I believe, um, went out to Yankee Stadium and uh, ended up not making the ball club. And it was just kind of like my family was not with me and I didn't know when I was going to see them again. And I was kind of having a tough time getting ready every day anyway with my arm and body. So I just kind of decided to spend some time with my family. Um, and after a couple of weeks, I knew I'd made the right decision. And after about a month or so, I was kind of, all right, I'm not even going to try again next year and started looking for the next chapter. For some, that's a, a tough decision, but it, it doesn't sound like that was for you. A fairly simple the way it all shook out? I mean, it... it I'd, li- I'd be lying if I said it wasn't a tough decision because anytime you end something that you've been doing for so long, it not only affects you, but it affects your family and it affects people that have helped you get all the way to that point. So it was a very big decision, very tough decision. I'm hoping it was the right one. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I'm at peace. Family's at peace. So that's a, that's a positive. Parts of eight years in the major leagues, four years with the Indians, and you show up in 2016 at spring training and if i remember correctly i know i wouldn't say your career was at a crossroads but you were you needed to make that ball club and and uh, impress in that spring training take us back to to 2016 and where you were in your career what was that maybe not a make or break spring training for you but certainly one that, that was very very important yeah, no, I definitely viewed it as kind of a make or break because um, in 15, I had a really down year after pretty good years in 13 and 14, and I had no options left, and I kind of bounced around the waiver wire in the off season. So when I got picked up by the Indians um, in spring training, they basically told me, you know, we're going to give you every opportunity to show what you can do, 
And I think I threw like 15 innings in spring training, which is somewhat unheard of for a reliever. But um, I, I'm hoping I show, I guess I showed enough to where I made the ball club. I was very thankful for that. And then, um, yeah, the four years there was, uh, was really, really fun for me and my family. We had some good, uh, some really, really neat and good experiences. I'm guessing there's some obvious ones, but uh, highlights of, of your time <laughs> with the Indians. I mean, it seems pretty simple, but, but maybe you look at things differently. What do you think? Um, I, I mean, obviously 16 season was special, you know, being able to, get all the way to the World Series, but being able to back it up in 17 with winning the division, the 22-game win streak, and again in 18, winning the division, you know, that's that's very special because it's not – you shouldn't take it lightly, being able to win your division. And then at the same time, our family grew from, you know, two or, or three three girls at the time, but they grew up kind of in Cleveland and watching them grow and enjoy the city and enjoy the different kids on the team that was also a very fun and neat experience for me because it was such a fun group of players that had a lot of kids and so it was just a very family oriented atmosphere all the way around something I'll always remember and a, a lot of the coaching staff and certainly manager Terry Francona is still here uh, have you had much contact with them in your new position already and and what has that been like kind of being on their side of things now um, I haven't had too much interaction with them yet. Um, texted with them a few times, but um, part of part of my responsibilities is doing the uh, helping out the manager report. So what I'm trying to do is put words in that he doesn't understand. <laughs> but he he actually is somewhat he is very 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 smart. So it's, I'm, I'm finding it difficult, but I'm definitely trying my hardest to uh, make him look at the reports on the wall. Like, wait a minute, what that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and is that just part of baseball right there? Is that, is that kind of what keeps you going in this game sometimes? Yeah, I mean, just the relationships you make throughout your career and throughout your life, you know, it makes it fun. And, you know, that, that's what makes this part of this job fun, too. You get to poke fun at people. <laughs> All right, so you're, you're working on the White Sox for next week. Uh, before we let you go, anything jumping out that uh, you can preview us on? A little uh, advance? Well, I mean, they have a new manager in the dugout that's been away for, for, for quite some time, but a lot of the players are the same. Um, so I think it's going to be, you know, similar similar stuff to, I think, what our fans have seen, which is also exciting that the fans are actually back in the stands. It's been fun watching the games on uh, TV with uh, some noise in the background this year. I know so much of, of this last year has allowed people to work remotely, and, and you're able to do that right now. Uh, any thoughts of trying to, to move it, move your family here to Cleveland if things go well in this role? Uh, obviously, no idea yet. Just going back to my playing days right now and taking it day by day. <laughs> and uh, we'll address, I'm sure, anything that comes up as as this progresses. But right now, I'm just trying to help out any way I can and hoping to get up to Cleveland at some point this year once all these uh, protocols get lifted and able to see some of the guys and coaches in the clubhouse so we'll see well dan it's great to see your name pop up when they were announcing some new hires for baseball operations uh knowing you as a player i think that that smarts will certainly help on the the baseball side too and, and certainly be a nice addition to the indians and thanks so much for sharing some time with us today i appreciate that rosie thank you that's former indians pitcher and now assistant in baseball operations dan otero 
And that's going to do it for this edition, episode number four of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks as always to Bart Swain for lining up our interviews throughout the uh, spring and now on into the regular season. Until next time, I'm Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks for downloading the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report.